on this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock. More advertiser transparency is coming to Google. Click here for more about this story. Facebook says they are introducing products for the next era of personalized experiences. And for me personally, one is really, really exciting. You wouldn't automobile believe the new automobile search results in Google. Oh. Automobile. Oh. <laughs> oh, on today's show. <laughs> you know what time it is. It's officially marketing o'clock. We bring you all the digital marketing news of the week, powered by the digital marketing community. If you want to join the conversation, hit us up. We are at Marketing O'Clock everywhere, and you can join our community on Discord at community.marketingoclock.com. We record every week from the Cypress North Studios in beautiful Buffalo, New York, to bring you our famous Friday news show. You can subscribe to our show at youtube.marketingoclock.com or wherever you consume your podcast. Head over to marketingoclock.com newsletter to receive every article we cover straight to your inbox. Hey there, I'm Christine Zernheld. AKA Shep. I'm Jess Bud. And I'm Greg Finn. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock. Here on September 24th, 2021. Hello everyone. Thank you for being here for another fantastic episode. Jess, it is good to see you. What's new in your world? Uh, well, did a little time traveling with my kiddo this weekend. We brought him to a reenactment at Fort Niagara. I believe it was the Revolutionary War that we were watching. Um, oh, one and a half year olds love that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's officially two, so he's very into history now, now that he's all grown up. But so we're watching it, and there's lots of, like, cannons being fired and guns and things, and he was very into it, but he doesn't really understand weapons, which is good. But then one of the people... Yeah, debatable. Well, debatable if it's good or not. Yeah. I, I don't know. He understands that they make loud noises. That's about it. But then someone in front of us proceeded to fall down, right? Because they'd been hit. And Jack just looks at me and goes... That guy napping? <laughs> and I was just like, yes. <laughs> and I don't know if that was right or wrong of me, but I wasn't about to get into a whole explanation. But now I, I don't know. Like as a, a parent, you don't even think about these things till they happen. It's like, am I going to have wow. to explain death to I've my child? I've never seen a reenact them. Like they just lay there and close their eyes. Yeah, apparently they actually do nap. So I don't think I was lying. Like, because <laughs> they know to wake up. <laughs> That's kind of cool. If I were on yeah. the field, I'd like just take one quick and then just take a snooze. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was talking to one of the reenactors after we ran into him at the playground and I asked him, I said, how do you decide? Like, is it rehearsed? What happens? He goes, well, if it's a really hot day, a bunch of us will just go stand in front of a cannon so we get hit instantly and just lay down like this. So there's no science behind it. Very true to history, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, accurate. good times. So accurate. <laughs> Caleb, what's up with you? Well, I started a fire this weekend accidentally. Oh, my this God. This is really embarrassing. <laughs> so anything for content, though. Um, I was making, like, some meatless chicken nuggets, right? And it was really late. And I was, like, watching this excellent documentary on, like, the – I think it was, like, the 19 19- – 50-something, like, Arctic Rover truck. It's just this massive truck. I'm and learning it, so much about you. <laughs> no, Starting with the meatless chicken nuggets, but keep going. But, you know, it was really late. It was, like, 1 in the morning, and um, I just, like, fall asleep and forget about my meatless nuggets. Now, you would think that the fact they were meatless maybe has something. Maybe they don't burn. Maybe they just sit in there. I you definitely know. wouldn't. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen them. No. Yeah, my logic wasn't burn. really working that well. <laughs> And I wake up and like literally there's some smoke coming out of the oven and I look at it and I open it and it's just like crisply and crunchy and a little on fire. So I throw them in the sink. Um, my fire alarm did not go off. 
very concerning. Yeah, but, I'm worried yeah, about you. And then I, uh, you know, cleaned up, washed everything off, and finished the documentary. So it was a pretty normal night for me. To be Just waking up to the smell of flames. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I do understand why that Airbnb did single you <laughs> No cooking. And that's Honestly, terrifying right? that your fire alarm didn't go off. Yeah, I know. you should I have need that checked. Look into that. Not okay. at night, though. <laughs> Greg, what's up with you? Well, I've got an old dog. He's probably like 11, almost 12, 11 and a half, something like that, but just an old dog. And it's always a very active dog, like a, like would run everywhere, would go swimming, would love to jump. And he's old, so like we don't let him run anymore. I don't want him to like break his hips or whatever. So we, I like walk around and go walking with him and like in the backyard and walking and playing and everything. And he's figured out like a life hack, like a dog life hack. We're at night now. I don't know if anybody else has this. All he does is run in his sleep. And you think it's like just like little teeny running? No. He is like full on marathon. Like he's in the Iditarod out there at night. Every every night. And he's like just flapping. It's like it's the most exercise. Like he like get like active exercise. And he's now like kicking the bed and the bed's metal. We got to be like. Stop it! <laughs> but the guy—I don't know if anybody else out there has this. But the guy just gets all of his running done at night now. So and he's I'm, laying on his side and just kicking. Yep, you just hear. All night long. So question. That's kind of adorable. Does though. this work for humans? I don't have like restless leg syndrome <laughs> or whatever that is. I don't know. Get my mile done at three it'd in be, the morning and stuff. It'd be like nice. That. You know how you used to get those like little belt, like those little ab belts where it zap you yep. and you'd be like, oh, look, I'm working out. And you're sitting like on the couch <laughs> watching football, drinking a beer and it's zapping in the, in the belly and you're like, oh, look, I'm doing abs. Maybe you can do something like that. But That's really sweet. It is very sweet. Running I'm happy for him. He yeah. just, it, it's like violent running though. It's crazy. At least he's not setting fire to the meatless nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you might be dreaming about it. What about you, Shep? Well, I was just going to say quickly, um, I went out on Friday night with a group of friends, and there's this one girl there who I don't see a whole lot. She brought a friend. So we're like talking for a while about different things, and then the friend looks at me and she's like, what do you do for work? And I told her, and then I'm like, what do you do for work? And she says, I'm a PA at a doctor's office in Kenmore. And I looked at her and I said, you're my PA. She was my doctor, and I totally didn't realize for all wow. that time. Wow. And I have an appointment tonight. <laughs> oh, awkward. Like, Thanks. I had just confirmed it that day. It was so awkward, and I'm, like, really nervous now. Like, <laughs> Wait, so like you didn't about say? Drinking. She's not going to believe me when I say I have four drinks a week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so awkward. Wow. So just pray for me. I'll let you know how it goes. Peace and peace. And we have a brand new marketing a talk for you that we released on Wednesday this week. We are joined by 2019 BFF of the show, Glenn Gabe. It's always great when he's on. And for the first time, we have a new guest, Lily Ray. And we are talking about all the algo updates that have happened on Google in spring, summer 2021, breaking down what webmasters can do, how to survive and thrive amidst all these crazy core updates and trying to you know, figure out where these fluctuations are coming from. So and an, did, oh, and Greg is there. Oh, <laughs> and do you say new guest or not new guest? She's new, okay. certified new. Um, so check it out wherever you're listening to this. And we have been doing these marketing talks every month. We're taking a little break from the every month thing. Yep, we're going to end the first season here and yes. then get back at it. It's been an awesome first season. We have had amazing guests. I can't believe it, but 
taking a little break. I'm sure if something crazy happens, we'll get people on the blower and talk about it and we'll bring it back for season two at some point. But just for the time being, little break for marketing and talk. And marketing clock's not going anywhere. Oh, absolutely no. not. Every week. Jess, do you have news for us to start us off? Do I? <laughs> First up here. <laughs> it's like vaudeville or something. <laughs> do I? Like, the sound of music. Yes, I do. First up here in the main news from the star of our Ingenie We Trust sticker via her at ad liaison account, Jenny says. Today, we are introducing advertiser pages as part of our ongoing efforts to give users more information about the ads they see. From about this ad, users will be able to see the ads that verified advertisers have run over the past 30 days and more. And then she links to the official Google post about it. And in the example, in the post, they basically said there's a coat that you're interested in, but you don't recognize the brand, which reminded me of that dress, Caleb, that you need that I've never heard of. So I would definitely want to learn more about that. Lara. <laughs> <laughs> the everyday dress. I wouldn't know. I haven't clicked. But when you do click, you can see where the advertiser is located as well as their legal name. And as Ginny noted, all the ads that they've run over the last 30 days, which is kind of cool. Shady advertisers need to do the opposite of rejoice, whatever that is. But the rest of us are going to be fine. I think it's yeah. panic. Panic. Opposite of rejoice? Yeah, we'll go with that. Panic, shady advertisers. But good marketers like our listeners have nothing to worry about. I'm okay with this. I feel like if it's the thing that's going to get my potential customer to take the next step, like give them the information. Yeah. I have nothing to hide. I'm excited as an advertiser to like more easily see all of our competitors' ads. That too. Yeah, I love that from the Facebook side. You can go into the About This Page section of mm. Facebook and see all the creative that your competitor is running, which is cool. Again, it's also one of those things you're now going to have to know what you put out can be seen. And yeah. I think that's a good thing. That's important. Yeah. And d does she say anything in the announcement about how it works with RDAs or RSAs? Because, like, I wonder if it'll show the way it shows in the SERPs. Oh. I'll look it up like, for yeah. my own ads so I can see how they're showing. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> well, it's rolling out in the U.S. in the coming months. You might have to wait a while, Shep, but uh, it will come to more countries next year, she said. So, good things ahead. And I do like that this came on the heels of them announcing the rollback of, of seeing more search search terms because i do think if you are going to say you're being targeted here are the ads here's the advertiser yes you should know where those ads are being placed and yeah. so i do think that it's nice this came after that announcement and that we are going to have more information and we do have more information and next up in the news facebook announced a lot of new features for marketers they're saying they're for the next era of personalized experiences. Like, give me a break, people, okay? They are updating their click-to-message ads. These historically encourage people to connect with businesses through Messenger, Instagram Direct, or WhatsApp. That or is important because, okay, then I'll explain what it says next. It says, now businesses can choose all the messaging platforms where they're available to chat. And we'll default the chat app in your ad based on where the conversation is most likely to happen. So Matt Southern thinks in his Search Engine Journal article that this means, or I don't know if he has a source there, but he read this as, or somebody told him, you can have people message you through third-party apps. I think they mean that you can include all three of those 
right. Facebook owned options. They really don't make it clear in the article and Matt's or my defense for like not understanding. <laughs> this article is so confusing to read. It would be a really nice time to have our friend Rob Levin on the blower, but he's at Google. And he's like super thirsty on Twitter too. Yeah. He always sees like, oh, I'm going to donate $100 if you all follow me. Or like, oh, hey. DMs are open. DMs are open, Googlers. <laughs> if you're a Googler and you want to message me, go ahead. Yeah, so he can't help so us. So weird. <laughs> it's like your coworkers. <laughs> you shouldn't be like, hey, if you're a Googler and you want to me to follow you, DM me. Do they not have Slack or like Gchat, whatever they use? I think they took all that away. <laughs> They're probably out on uh, Google Plus internal. <laughs> they also announced that businesses are able to add WhatsApp click to chat buttons to their Instagram pro- profiles. Um, they're testing the ability for businesses to add a request a quote functionality to Messenger. And you can include four to five questions before you send pricing. So like Jasper's Blacksmiths could just have a button on there if you want like a cost. I don't know what. Do you want high carbon steel? Yeah. Like what are you looking for? Right. What blade length? Kind of that stuff. Okay. So yeah, that's an option for you. I don't know what other kind of like B2B or any kind of business that needs a quote is on Messenger really, but go crazy. Then they just kind of throw all this stuff out there out there that they are testing without a lot of detail. So you might soon be able to manage emails through inbox and send remarketing emails from Facebook Business Suite. I wouldn't. They also have a new feature called File Manager, which would allow businesses to easily create, manage, and post content. And oh my God, this was like buried at the bottom. It should have been the headline. If you hate having to use your personal account to use Facebook business products, you're everybody. And it is your lucky day. <laughs> they are testing work accounts. These will allow business users to log in and operate business manager without requiring a personal account. That just makes too much sense. This is years too late, but I'll take it. I almost stopped reading the article and like didn't include this part because it wasn't in Matt Southern's article. Like, It makes so much sense. Greg Finn literally has a Facebook account just for work. Right? I, I use it so you, anybody can use it. Yeah. yeah, everybody's got this account access, so anybody can hop in and and get access to whatever they need. But I'm always logged into my personal account, and it's like you should add Greg Finn. It's like your work headshot. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't want to be friends with me. It's not whoa, real. Whoa, yes, whoa, he does. Wait, wait, it's wow. not on Facebook. Shots fired. Your profile is for work. You have like no friends. You're calling Greg a bot. <gasps> Oh you my bot. gosh. You have no friends. Literally. Wow. She woke, up, she woke up today and chose violence. <laughs> yes, she Literally. did. It's that ponytail. Shep, you need a wow. Snickers? Well, you'll be able to delete that and make a work account. You can't delete it. It's the only friend I have I on Facebook. I have enough confidence to make another account ever again, Shep. Thank you. You don't have Facebook friends. You have real life friends. Hmm, good save. Okay, a couple more things here. They also say they're introducing ways for small businesses to save, but really they're just charging them for Facebook ads coupons along with trials for Canva Pro and QuickBooks. And then they're testing Facebook Business Explore. This will help you connect with people who are interested in things that are relevant to your business. They don't give details on it, but it sounds like it could be cool. So lots of things happening there buried in one long article. Greg, what's going on with you? Oh, I'm going on with me. I just deleted my Facebook account um, and I'm wiping away tears to bring this next story to you from power listener of the show, Barry Schwartz over at Search Engine Roundtable. There's an article called Google's new automotive automobile search features upset the automobile retail industry. Say automobile again, Barry. (laughs) There was a thread from Brett Tabke over on Webmaster World and then it, it, 
made it over to Twitter and there was a whole lot of back and forth. But essentially for automotive searches, Google is now bringing a lot of information into the search engine results pages. And I believe that John Henshaw had a fantastic capture of this where you could get through basically the ads and then you get to this massive interactive section of Google. And you can see anything you'd ever want to know about a car, um, including finding cars, finding leases, any specs, which is very helpful for users. Um, and so Topher Cohen at top her Edel says, feel for my friends in the SEO side of the auto industry. Google is taking aim at them and is active working to keep the user in the SERPs and not going to the sites that has the info. And this is one of those where you see both sides of it. Like, obviously you want to get traffic to your site to sell people cars and all that, but as a searcher looking for information, you want the best information. And I think that's like that best information part is kind of the key. And there were a couple of tweets as well following up on this that are interesting. But if you are in an industry that can be have questions answered easily, just take notice because Google is coming for you, whether it's about hotels, whether it's about flights. Well, it's about automotive, right? Like Automobiles. Automobile. <laughs> automobile, automobile. Uh, Google can easily turn into information. And I've heard off the record, um, I will not say what, but Google is trying to do more and more of this specifically mm-hmm. is to be an answer. We've seen that though. I know, but this this, this example you, if you're trying to drive traffic to a site, you have to do ads. If you look at this answer, you there's no other way around it. it mm-hmm. and I think I forget they're looking for like a Honda Pilot or something. But the only options outside of it are ads. And then I guess you could, when I was doing it, you could go through. And I I was trying just trying to do it with a car. And like I, one of the things I had was AR, and I just dropped a car on Caleb's head. It was funny this morning. <laughs> but like, it was there's pretty funny. So many Google results in there now, and they can do it on any vertical and will do it on any vertical that they can. They're not about getting people the best sites out there. They're getting people the best answers out there. And so one of the other comments that I thought was maybe the most germane, because I'm like, oh, you know what? This overall is pretty good. And then uh, Matt Smith, who works at Edmonds, said to Barry, no, not all of that data is available on the manufacturer's website. Our data team at Edmonds goes through a painstaking process every year to find the manufacturer's data and put it together so that users can access it in the format you see. Some OEMs might send us a catalog of the data you see. Our data team will then manually input and categorize all that data into the system. An OEM might just send us PDFs to the features and specs you see. But in a lot of cases, OEMs also don't provide all the data you see. So we need to look for other sources to fill the gaps. This manual work results in our data team working year round to add all this data in a categorized, structured format. On the SEO side, we add all the schema or we won't get search features or knowledge graph rankings. Google then takes our hard work and shows it however they want. But what are you gonna do? Lose your snippets? 
And this has a little bit of that genius in the uh, lyrics, if you recall, where they put a bunch of different Easter eggs in the way that they put the uh, apostrophes in there and they would use one apostrophe versus the other and they spelled like caught red-handed or whatever so if google is scraping this and then using it to keep people on the serps and not go to sites like Edmonds, i think that's super shady Mm -hmm. if they're licensing that content which they may be doing and they may be getting it willingly from people so you don't know then i think it's fine but we'll see and it's just another reason, like, hey, make sure you've got a good brand, make sure you've got a good site, and you can't just do organic anymore. You need to diversify and have many channels driving volume and driving sales. Now it's time for this week's Take of the Week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up just for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call. All right. This week's take of the week comes from Lawrence Chassis at Al Chassis on Twitter. And last week I put the kind of eyeballs emoji up on that new display update that Google had. Check into last week's episode if you want to know more about that. Amalia Fowler at Amalia E. Fowler then responded, it's so hard to make an intro to PPC presentation when everything changes every half hour. And then Lawrence says, it's all moving towards just putting a website and a credit card, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. It's not funny. (laughs) Now it's time for this week's ICYMI. This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked, but you shouldn't have. I see why my people from Julia Vise on Twitter at Julia Vise. Thank you for making your name. It rhymes with eyes, so I know how to pronounce it. She says, hey, PPC chat fam, Google made an unannounced change. If you can no longer see your audiences, it's because you need to unhide a nearly invisible show table toggle under the chart. No one asked for Best of luck and Godspeed. This is true. They made that change to the audience page. I reported on it. I still go in there all the time and I'm like, what's happening? Or like, I'll be in a remarketing campaign and I'm like, oh no, there's no audience targeting on. What's happening? (laughs) And then you have to expand it. It's so dumb. I'm sure I'll get used to it, but like, but why? They didn't announce it. Like, let us know. Now it's time for this week's pew pew lightning round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts, paid, organic, and social. And first up in the paid universe this week, John Kagan has a new article on Search Engine Journal. It is called 10 Ethical Gray Areas and Illegal SEM Practices and How to Solve Them. So he's taking a quick trip down memory lane to see how we got here in the state of PPC and why ethics are the way they are today. So he's talking about some things that are totally illegal, like renting or leasing an ad account from a third party source. If only there are a way to see where ads came from. That would be nice. (laughs) I guess it's coming. And operations that claim they work for or at Google in a pitch, like we reported on this last week, that should make you less inclined to work with them. Um, And then he goes into things that aren't illegal, but just a little shady that excites that feature package and bundle pricing on the website or give formal price quotes before the work is scoped. 
um, and a lack of transparency in PPC and agencies who say they are the best at Google Ads. I mean, I think everybody does. Like, I'm the best at Google Ads. But anyway, he just goes um, through all of these. And if there are things that you can um, overcome or solve with oversight, or if there are things that you should just not be doing, like renting ads accounts from other people. Didn't even know that was an option. I didn't either. Great I point. didn't know that people lied when trying to get PPC business. Strange. <laughs> And from Colleen McCaskill at Spitfire PPC. Wow, what a handle. How has she not been take of the week? How do you not have that handle? Hashtag Spitfire. Yeah. She says, words of the wise that Microsoft Ads has quietly and inexplicably launched smart goals in my largest accounts, opting them into the conversions column. I've now removed them, but get to dedupe my conversion numbers, which is a joy. <laughs> And then she tells you how to do it. You check notifications and then go to informational to see if these are turned on in your account. How presumptuous. Like, you're just going to turn on Smarkles. So they define them in the account. It says, Smarkles use machine learning models to identify the best sessions on your website because you wouldn't know what the best sessions are. <laughs> check these conversion goals page for more details on the new goal. That's just so outrageous. Do you think there's more details? I bet there's not. This is low-key the worst possible thing you could do. High-key. This is high-key the worst possible thing you could do to an account is to add a conversion goal based off of what you think a session is. You could be like, oh, it's time on page. And I've seen time on page go horribly wrong. We've reported on it where people have something like a pay-for-conversion campaign in Google Ads and then have time on page and spend all their oh money. Oh, my God. 30 times their daily budget that day because they they screwed up the goals you shouldn't heck around with other people's goals i'm so sad about that that's gonna be my first tattoo <laughs> don't mess with other people's goals you know <laughs> that and then the grateful dead bears just dancing on it <laughs> Colleen, you got her own goals. <laughs> don't tell people that <laughs> it's not the bears late. it's the skull you have the and grateful know- dead tattooed on your body Yes. I didn't even know you liked those guys. I don't. He likes Do you their like John art? Myers? <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? Their the, new co- singer. The Body is oh. the Wonderland guy? Isn't he their singer on That's their new Mayer. tour? What tour? I'm joking. Oh. oh. No, I, I don't. Dead and Company, he's the singer. No, I, I, I am too indecisive for a tattoo. And if I were to get a tattoo, my number one thing is to get a ruler on my arm. It's not an original idea, but then I could just measure things and I wouldn't have to carry that a measuring tape. is so smart. I know. Yeah, I'm not a tattoo guy for that reason because I, I I can't decide on it. This so is that another is one. Genius. I just thought of live is to get eyeballs tattooed on the back of my head. <laughs> so if the world ever we get like an apocalypse, I can just start shaving my head and I can keep bobcats away. Maybe Ooh. that's something I will actually do. That's a good idea. And my third mm. idea is I like the Grateful Dead skull. I don't know why. I love the skull with the lightning bolt down it. I can't get into Grateful Dead, but I like the skull. It's a good skull. And Jess makes fun of me for wanting that tattoo. I do not. You do too. I just want you to get it and you won't. I won't. So I'm hazing I you. I will never. I've never even heard of this skull. Really? So it's on everybody's car. have seen this skull? The bear is much it's more like sick. friendly I'm and fun. I'm not going to lie. It's, yeah, it's I don't understand good. how they live in the same universe as the music. But <laughs> Wait, is it this lightning bolt or the... the no, I love bolt? that. I love the, the skeleton with roses on, on their head. I love the Grateful Dead artwork. I don't know why it like speaks to me 
But then the music doesn't really. You got to get a sleeve that's all the things that they have. <laughs> like you're like, oh, shit. yo, what about, you know, uh, uh, Trippity Trippin, Maryland concert, 76. I'm like, dude, I don't know anything. I don't like Grateful Dead. Sound like Sebastian Bach. <laughs> Maybe I'll get like my American Express password. I'm always forgetting it. That's great. Yeah, do that. Better than texting it to myself. The hackers can't find it. This would be like if smart goals were tattoo ideas and they just got applied to your skin. <laughs> Okay, next up here in paid, Stefan Niefischer. Sorry about your last name, but I'm really thankful for you because you are doing the Lord's work telling us what exactly changed in the search terms report after Google Ads announced that they're getting they're giving us back our search terms. So he looked at accounts that have millions of search queries. So the changes in row count of the search term report from January 2021 versus February 2021. Depending on the account type, he saw a change from 400% or to 600% in report size. There's more now, obviously, which is pretty significant, I would say. Oh. Hmm. And nearly, sadly, nearly all queries in the report from what he saw have no click data. So they like made a big deal in the announcement that like they're giving us zero click search terms, which is like, oh, that's nice. But I guess it's like mostly zero click search terms. I don't really understand. I want to know what people are clicking, not yeah. what people are not clicking. It's not me. significant if they're not clicking it. Maybe they'll give us search terms on when people click about this ad. That'd be nice. I would take that. <laughs> no, they'll probably charge us for it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. What if that counted as a click? Oh, wow. No. Don't do that, please. Um, so there's a, other really scary things that he's seen in the reports. There's um, emojis appearing in queries <laughs> on all devices. Like, I just wonder what somebody's ad matched with from that fingernail painting emoji interesting close variant there and there were seven fingernail or lipsticks in a row that he saw close variants keep an eye on them um and then words in other languages that weren't part of the campaign language targeting so that's really scary um he gets really nerdy he's talking about engrams in here i'm not getting into it everyone's got to read this it will be in the newsletter laura mark (laughs) those are my in-laws. Oh, Ingrams, you said. Are those famous Ingrams? Yeah. <laughs> Evan? No, are you thinking of Laura Ingers Wilder? No, I'm <laughs> thinking of Psycho on Fox News or whatever. From reigning Greg of the Year, PPC Greg. Debatable. This is truly wonderful little um, thread here. So he asked PPC Chat about the best way to monitor and clean up Facebook ads comments. Um, he says he used to go through preview, but that doesn't work anymore. And then Menem Ani replied and said, have you tried the associated pages inbox, which is just a wonderful solution. Why we have PPC chat. So helpful. Thank you, Menem. And then Greg replied and said, your solution is 100,000% better than Facebook's. Facebook said, you're bad at math. 100,000%. No, he took one of my favorite things. Again, cease and I was trying describing. to pronounce what it is. It's 1,000. 1,000. But it, it's 100,000. Like, it's 100, oh, it's 100, 100 zero percent. I was just trying to combine the word. We need a verbal way to say that. It is one of my favorite things to do in life is to take the 100 meme or emoji, mm-hmm. put the zero after, and then percent. It's it's such a good feeling. Has anyone checked lately about your and PPC Greg's IP addresses matching or anything? Because it's been yes. a while since we brought this up. You're the Suspicious. only other person I've ever seen do this also, yeah. other than me copying you. Oh, okay. 
So Facebook's solution to the problem, which had a real problem that Menem found, was log out, clear your cache, relaunch the browser and log in, and try another browser or device, and then to use incognito. Very helpful. And just in time for the holiday season, Google Ads is incorporating the new versions of the standard contractual clauses issued by the European Commission on June 4th, 2021. So this was brought to our attention by Lawrence Chassie. He shared an email from Google Ads that you really need your lawyer to read. It depends on like when you accept the terms and conditions. Could be September, could be October. Have your lawyer read it. I have this amazing new podcast. It's hosted by two lawyers. It's called The Bravo Docket. And they're going through all the legal woes of the Real Housewives. It sounds awful. So there's an episode about Teresa's bankruptcy and like Jen Shaw's Ponzi scheme. It's really good. Okay, well, you should check it uh, just out. for the record, we don't need any more clauses this holiday season. <laughs> We've got enough. Santa? And from Tales from PPC Reddit here, we have a post from <laughs> Rock and Roll Baby. <laughs> Get that, save that clip, Caleb. <laughs> um... This person asks, can you learn how to manage one million plus dollar budget accounts straight from just the training the Google Skillshop provides with search and display? Wait, people would lie about their PPC knowledge, (laughs) Shep? He's not saying he's lying. Maybe they're telling him he's only taking the classes. If you've got a million bucks and you go with rock and roll, baby, <laughs> you're a moron. Um, the O is a zero. Okay, oh, that's the one important. must be taken. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, NHRA Deuce replied, short answer, no. Long answer, heck no. It didn't say heck. It didn't say heck. What did he say? We're a family-friendly show here. That's true. Okay, actually, my daughter listens. Oh, tell us more about your daughter, (laughs) Shep. It was my first time today. Um, Okay, so, you know, just be careful who you're interviewing and everything and check their credentials, you know? As Greg said, people lie. That's a nice thing for us. Like, we'd like, roll the tape back. We've got hours and hours with nobody listening talking about our paid search knowledge. And I kid, we have like, we have actually, we appreciate everybody that listens. We have lots of people listen to the show across the world. It's absolutely insane. And maybe more than we think. I I saw one of your stories today. It's very encouraging. The numbies might be going up. Numbies. (laughs) Numbies. Numbies. Not the numbies. (laughs) That was upsetting to me. Um, so we have a new segment here called How Are the Search Terms Looking? Uh, today's submission is from Kevin underscore pondering. He didn't want to submit this, but we just took it. He's from Western New York. Oh, a fine gentleman Western New York in native. Florida now. Oh, hey. And you know what people say? Great marketer. And then you're like, but better person. That's Ooh. Kevin. That's Kevin. Love to see it. Okay. Well, thanks for playing, Kevin. Except he's a Pirates fan, I think. Oh, no. R. <laughs> How are the searches? Don't, don't, don't even finish it. 
<laughs> so Kevin is working with a medical professional in paid search space. In the paid search space, Google has decided that testing and quiz are a close enough match in the medical space. And Kevin says, "No, they're not." The best is when you like contact. It's usually Microsoft because they have like worst close variant matching in my experience. And you're like, hey, this is like absolutely egregious. And they're like just explaining the close variant definition. And you're like, that is not a same meaning or search intent. Like that is so bad to have that in medical. Yeah, great follow on Twitter. If y'all looking for somebody to follow, <laughs> at Kevin underscore pondering on Twitter. What's happening in organic? Well, first up in the organic news this week, oh boy, I'm excited. There's a possible Google algorithm update on September 16th and 17th. And straight from Barry Schwartz over at Search Engine Roundtable, there's another potential update and this was this past Thursday and Friday. And from Barry, he says, over Yom Kippur Day and Friday. The chatter was somewhat limited, but there is chatter. And the tools mostly show signs of a small update on the 16th and 17th of September. And I'm still Barry at the moment, okay? And he says, I doubt it was anything related to the Jewish holiday, end quote. Maybe people were home. They tried to, like, sneak a fast one on us, you know? I just thought it was, like, so funny to be like, oh, yeah, it's related <laughs> to the Jewish holiday. And it's like, yeah, it's atonement and repentance. And maybe we're like going to extra take in like disavow files. You know what I mean? Wow. Or like, oh, maybe if your site's like fast for a full day, like we'll make it go. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? Where It's like related to like the Jewish holiday. It's just in time for the high holiday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you want to look at those dates, it's September 16th and September 17th. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for everyone's favorite segment. Okay. It's been too long, but Barry's charts with Greg. First of is all, who is back. everyone? I would like to meet her. Everybody. Because this far is not anyone's long. favorite segment. It is the best segment for an audio platform where we get to look <laughs> at the charts that Barry's found to determine whether or not there was an update. Oh, Barry has this applause. nice Hello Autumn background on his site. Yes. Yeah, it is nice. <laughs> but that's not at all what I was looking at because I was just drawn to those charts. And we had SCMrush, <laughs> aka SEMrush, AccuRanker, Serpmetrics. There's not a lot of movement on the charts. Does anybody know what this week's chart winner was? The loser is me for having to look at these charts. It's not fun. <laughs> the loser is our listeners who can't see them. Most people listen. Do you know this is our most... Um, when you look at, at the numbies on this, <laughs> it's the most engaged segment we have on our show. I would like to see. Are the, the charts data. as flat as 30 these? minutes? <laughs> in, well, the winner in the charts was Ad Guru, uh, Al Guru. I don't even know what it is because I looked from the 16th to the 17th and I didn't see a single change and I appreciate it. <laughs> There's nothing. Look at this chart. Nothing it. happens. What? It's flat. You look at this and be like, nothing happened, Algaroo. So that's the winner of Barry's Charts with Greg this week. I hope we never have to play again. All right. Let's let the audience get a little less excited right now. But we're going to head over to power listener of the show, at David Kyle on Twitter. And he said, I scanned this out of the latest issue of the NC State Bar Journal. It's an opinion piece in the Harbinger that NC lawyers will be prohibited from using LSAs, hashtag PPZ chat. And the article, hey, I love the fact he scanned. Like yeah. Reading a news, like a yeah. physical thing, and then scanned it in, and then added us, love it. The David, fact that he you. knows how to scan things, like. I just use my phone. 
I don't know. Take a picture, yeah. This is legit scanned. But apparently a consumer using an LSA to pursue legal services will have his or her words recorded, retained, and potentially disclosed without prior knowledge or consent. While the ethics committee is hesitant to classify a consumer using LSA program as a prospective client, the committee is concerned that the LSA structure employs a mechanism through which would critically important client confidences could be made vulnerable. So anyway, somebody went through and said, you shouldn't be using these if you're a lawyer and that this can be recorded and client attorney privilege basically can go to something that you don't control. And it was a very intelligent take on on, it. It was one lawyer's take, but there was a bunch of back and forth on it. And uh, Western New York's own Mike Blumenthal had a comment. And then we had a comment from resident digital marketer and lawyer Greg Sterling. Oh, I didn't know. Greg of the year is heating up. It's heating up. I didn't know he was a lawyer. We really need some more diversity in our Greg of the year. So that could be helpful in his case. But Greg Sterling at G Sterling on Twitter said courts ultimately, which are are responsible for lawyer discipline is who determines ethics. And he said, there's something more going on that we can't see. The logic is coherent and probably right. However, so Take that from Lawyer Greg, a reformed Lawyer Greg. I don't think he's actively practicing. All right, next up, Google's Area 120 has a new product, Museletter, a newsletter (laughs) service. For cats? No, it's not Meow's letter. It's like Muse. Anything we forgot. Anyway, I like the name of this one. I thought it was was funny. I don't know who on earth would use it, to be honest. Um, And then, like, the weird thing is, you look at the URL in the article, and it's newsletter.area120.google.com forward slash Jenna. That's a lot of dots. Like, what are you doing? That's, that's, nobody's going to use this. Anyway, it's, uh, we've seen Substack, we've seen Facebook's Bulletin, everybody's doing a review or whatever the Twitter one's called. Um, and this is the new one from, from Google's Area 120. Uh, the one thing that sets it apart from its rivals is that you can make a public profile using that stupid URL I said, and have a drive account where you can publish any file directly from something saved online. And to me, that sounds terrible. I couldn't imagine being like, oh, I want to make all my drive public. It sounds dangerous. Awful. Yeah. No. So I feel like that's like got more possibility for like abuse letter. I don't like that. At all. <laughs> abuse letter. But, you know, I think, I think Nike should use this. You know, shoes letter. letter. <laughs> or Jess, maybe you can use it for your upcoming beer shop that's opening. Bruce letter. That's good Bruce too. Letter. That is good actually. <laughs> All right, I'm done with the snooze letter. <laughs> Next wow. up, Mozilla is testing Bing as the default search engine. Big news, right? Caleb? <laughs> Pretty big news. No, wrong. It is for 1% of all of the users on Mozilla. And the test started on September 6th and will run till 2020, likely January 2020, but it'll only impact 1% of users. 2022. Oh, 2022. Yes. It, it's not going back in time like Miss Bud over here. <laughs> all right. Next up from Christine on her very own Discord community. Not this one. Christine with a K. Yeah, with a K. The cool Christine, obviously. <laughs> cool with a K. <laughs> cool is the letter. And she has an article that Roku is building an app for the Shopify app store. So Shopify merchants can easily build, buy, and measure TV streaming advertising campaigns, which is awesome. My question, 
Does anybody use Roku? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a big no, Roku I guy. do. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't yeah. know that. We're a Roku household. Same. Same. I'm Amazon Fire. I, I I thought Roku was five years ago. Weird. No. Amazon Fire? I don't know a single person other than you now who uses it. Yeah. The Roku channel has the 80s version of Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, my gosh. So it cool. does. You know yeah. what? There's going to be a subscriber for life here <laughs> named Christine with a C. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And from the Wander down Underwood, BrodyClark.com, he has a new feature notes for Google SERPs page on his site. And unlike just algorithm updates, he's just kind of putting notes out there. So if you ever have any problems, it is only started in 2021, but it seems like he's going to chronicle every change that's happened within the search engine results pages. Nice. This is not just major core algorithm updates. And if you want that, at least from the summer, check out our most recent marketing talk with Glenn Gabe and Lily Ray. But this is any notes that have happened throughout the year and hopefully for many years to come. So you can go back and check when you see something wonky in your analytics. All right. Next up from Christina Garnett at that Christina G on Twitter. She says, I'm so excited to share the official launch of my program for HubSpot. Can anybody guess the name? I read it. I read it. I don't like it at all. Hub fans. It sounds like <laughs> a combination of some of the most unsavory places on the internet. Oh, um, I didn't even think of that. It's got blank hub. <laughs> and then what we talk about and Shep, something I think you stand only fans. <laughs> uh, and it just combines it all together. It's hub fans. Isn't that weird? Caleb, yeah, that's, that's weird. That's, that's, yeah. that's a strange, just it doesn't sound great. From you know, just hearing it. So. Hub fans. <laughs> it, I don't like it. It's also not catchy, regardless. Like it's no. hard to say. Hub fans. No, I don't like. Can it. you beat it though? Because like I'm trying to come up with something and I can't. Fan hub. What about hubbub? Hub stands. <laughs> hub stands is better than hub fans. Ship okay. hubs. <laughs> no. Well, anyway. Hubbub. You- <laughs> <laughs> I like hubbub. Hubbub works. That's not bad. Hubbub baloo. Okay. We're going to move on then. (laughs) You can take quizzes. You can become um, different levels of um, a hub fan, just like maybe one is not premium though. However, you can do rising, super, or all-star and check it out if you are a HubSpot fan and want to be part of the community more. Great idea. Just uh, I think I'm with you. Hubbub or whatever you call it. All right, next up from Twitter, it's Alessandro on Twitter, at Azrael on Twitter. He says, Mozilla has defeated Microsoft's default browser protections in Windows. Firefox says it's bypassed Microsoft's cumbersome method for switching browsers in Windows 11, letting users set Firefox's default with one click. Something just to monitor, especially if you're an advertiser. If you see less people using Bing, you're probably going to see less volume there. So again, you're going to have to work around it, but... Just something to watch. All right. And by way of Glenn Gabe over on Cloudflare, they have an article about how Cloudflare can improve website load times by 30%. If you've got a slow site, go check that out. And from Crystal Tang on Twitter at Crystal underscore Tang, she says, it looks like just in time for Hispanic Heritage Month, Google My Business added a Latino-owned attribute for business. So you can now add identifies as black owned, identifies as Latino owned, identifies as veteran led, and identifies as women led. So pretty cool. Love to see it. And especially in time for Hispanic Heritage Month. And from Morty Oberstein on Twitter, 
He says, I haven't opened up a PAA or people also asked question for an entity in a bit. When did images get thrown into them? I hadn't seen this either. I haven't either. But he was looking for who does Dan Patrick work for? And thankfully, it seems like he got the right Dan Patrick, the sports fella. Um, and there's a picture of him talking to a microphone. All right. And YouTube is adding new analytics on mobile and expanding merch listings to more regions. The big thing is if you're on mobile, you can now see more about your revenue, any transactions that have happened. So you can see all those super stickers that you're getting on your channel. And in things that nobody asked for by way of Matt Navarre, at Matt Navarre on Twitter, PayPal is launching its super app, combining payments, savings, bill pay, crypto, shopping, and more. Dangerous. What's the and more? What, you yeah, what's left? Everything yeah. else. Like what is lot. left? I'm not gonna lie. What is it? Is there like some sort of hub or fans in there that they, they're offering out to? <laughs> they got everything in here. Sounds you know, like they're just like asking hackers like, to like. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's like <laughs> NFTs or something. You're like, oh, you can have your little isn't NFT. That crypto? Isn't that crypto? It's not technically crypto. And also, the thing about NFTs I don't get is, is it like a written rule somewhere that every NFT has to look stupid? Like any yes. NFT art has to be something you never hang in your house. It's like a blurring, like uh, a, like ape or like a lion. That's or like, like pixel a, art or something. Pixel yeah. people in what like lions with laser. It's like, I, I would never want this art. I understand it's unique. I would never want this. This is what an NFT must be. I, I think it's because you, it has to be at least somewhat like novel. Otherwise, you're really paying for nothing. You know, like at you're least not your gonna lion paying has for lasers nothing. coming out of its eyes. You're not going to take a crypto kitty and put it in your bathroom <laughs> and be like, oh, I'm going to admire this. You know, but you're going to have it as your phone's background while you're in the bathroom. I just I showing think, it to everyone in there. Uh, here, here's right. the Make yeah. NFT art that is beautiful and you could hang on your wall. Why not make it like art art? They have art for that. But you got like drunken donkeys and stuff. What are you doing? I'm missing something because I haven't seen any of these items. So you just Google like Go to OpenSea and look and everything is like, oh, here, this is just sold for a million dollars as a rock and then this is sold and it's a blurry blurry monkey. Text memes without text? It's so stupid. I don't know. Anyway, go to PayPal. Get that and lose all your money. All right, next up from Chrome Unboxed. Google Sites lets you make your own custom themes for more consistent branding if you want. Pretty cool. And if you use Anchor, the numbies are going up because <laughs> there was undercounted between September 8th and September 14th. So don't feel that bad about yourself. Keep podcasting. We're here. We're listening. And you may see those go up. All right. That's it in Organic Bud. What's happening in social? First up here in social this week, a couple of quick finds from Matt Navarra. He says Facebook is rolling. He says on Twitter, Facebook is rolling out its new podcast feature for pages to more users. So that's exciting. In a separate tweet, he also says TikTok is testing pinned videos on profiles, which seems useful. Do you listen to any other podcasts besides this one? Oh, that wait, you implies know I listen. To this Do you listen to any podcast? Not really. Not really. Not really. I listened to that one that you sent me, Shep, that we all were listening to together. Which one? To live and die in LA. Is that it? Oh yeah, that was a nice story. Well, wow. it wasn't nice. I'm but so honored. Yeah, I can send you more podcasts. I have a lot of creepy stuff. You can send me anything, but I won't listen to it. <laughs> Ask Greg. <laughs> no. 
you're the most, you're like so you're like one of the most frustrating people to give recommendations to. Do you know that? But don't you just feel so accomplished when I actually take I one? Do, I do. I do. Like I when I watched Monkey know. Bone, it was like a huge win for you. And, and it was great, right? It was. I enjoyed it. All right. Back to the news. Facebook is integrating Vimeo Create into Business Suite, making it easier for small businesses with big ideas to turn their assets into videos with a set of simplified editing tools and templates. Because in case you didn't know, social media is a must-have for your marketing mix, which is really important for Facebook to include in this announcement. So what's in your queue to watch these days? Well, I'm watching The Sopranos with Chef. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I just finished Sons of Anarchy again, so I got to restart that. Don't spoil the ending. We have not had yeah, the ending. We don't know the ending. Spoil Don't for tell us. us. That's why we're watching it. Wait, yeah. have you guys never seen it? No. no. Oh. Don't spoil it. That's no one. It just makes me it. so hungry to see like all the nice foods that Edie Falco is preparing. It really makes me like aspire to do more. Spoiler alert: She changes careers to become a nurse. No, she doesn't. It's a different show. Oh, never mind. Oh. <laughs> Stick with us. Usually I listen back to the show and I'm like, oh, that's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew what that felt like. All right. Next up. Well, speaking of things that people are apparently super into, according to TechCrunch, Twitter super follows have generated only around $6,000 in its first two weeks. All Greg? Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, 5K of that. <laughs> that's really not a good look after they just like tried so hard with fleets and then went away right away. You people need to launch things better. You need to engage all the folks that could yeah. be like actively using this. You need to cultivate, you need to like work with people. You don't just put an announcement out and be like, oh, everybody's gonna love me. No, you need to set up like creator funds. Like Caleb, all day he talks about YouTube shorts. $100 million creator funds. Yes, yeah. And like you need to talk to your community. You don't just get to say, oh, we've got this, and then people run to it, and then offer it to everybody too. Like mm. try, try something. So what's the shelf life on this? How do you give it a year like Fleets or what? Fleets lasted a year? They lasted like Did months. it last this yeah, even a year? No. Oh this my is gosh. a great idea. This is a phenomenal idea, and there should be, there should be so much more. You could do any kind of exclusive information should use this service. You can then put the bell on and be like, oh, I'm subscribing to somebody's, I know I talked about it before, but this is where my mind goes, somebody's like bets that they drop. And you're like, boom, here it is. It's the bills plus three. And you're like, okay, boom, got it. And you paid for that and you get it instantly. You don't have to use newsletters. You don't have to use websites. It just goes out and you're subscribed 100%. We should have one where Jess is like tweeting what she's watching every night. I'd pay for that. I would be so crazy. I'll make make another 6K. I will double. It's like I'm watching Border Patrol again, and this is the Minnesota version. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh, cool. Then she'd be like, I'm watching Cops, Florida edition. (laughs) Like, okay, all right, let's see what's happening. And then it's gonna she's gonna get you out of nowhere and be like, I'm watching the 1990s TV series. Little House on the Prairie. You're like, what? No way. I'm watching gonna, The Hills. I would watch that. Yeah. You're watching The Hills Have Eyes. Get out of no, here. No, I'm watching The Hills from the start. I didn't watch it as you. That surprises me. Yeah. It's fun. I enjoy feeling better than these people. <laughs> anyway, less about me, more about Twitter. Because to your point, Shep, about fleets, if Super Follows doesn't work, the bird may do what they have just done with fleets and find no, a way to keep pivot. It. Keep it. 
No. I hope I hope they keep it. But here's what they did with Fleet. So just weeks after its official death, or I guess a month or so, it is being resurrected kind of as a visual editor for your tweets, or at least that's what it looks like based on a find from Alessandro Paluzzi who said, the thing said, give your tweets a glow up, which is very trendy language. Anyway. What's the Hills like the song that's like California on it? The Hills. The Hills, like Lauren Conrad. a Data by Sarah recommendation. I think I just, I think it was a Hulu I could, recommendation. I, I would never in a million years have guessed The Hills yeah. if you're like, what is Jess watching? I, I Sometimes like I watch it. That's yeah. the thing about the things Jess watches, though. Like, you're it's, never going to guess. And like I was, a, like, slacking all the ladies. Like, Spencer's such a butt. Because he is. Like, he's not a good man. But she, I also she think She's such that, a like, treasure, Shep. <laughs> she's such a treasure. And I'm just so honored to have known Jess. Have known? Am I, <laughs> to am know, I, to know. Am I going the way of free? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you. All right. Things are about to get more Pinteresting for retailers in Austria, Brazil, Italy, Mexico, the Netherlands, Spain, and Switzerland. Pinterest is expanding its shopping features to users in those countries just in time for the I holidays. I wonder how many times you've made that pun. I like every time I have a Pinterest story, but I was like really <laughs> grasping at straws here. Next up. The world has changed a lot, and so has Facebook, which is the official title of a piece from none other, none other than Facebook. You can read the whole thing if you want to learn more about how, how over the last several years they've gotten to work making their platforms safer. There's lots of warm and fuzzies in that article, which is great preparation for the bad taste that folks are going to have in their mouths after this next one. From the New York Times... No more apologies inside Facebook's push to defend its image. Mark Zuckerberg, the chief executive, in case you didn't know, has signed off on an effort to show users pro-Facebook stories and distance himself from scandals. <laughs> like on the platform? <laughs> yes, in the news They feed. are such a bunch of idiots. Well, the, <laughs> <laughs> the effort is codenamed Project Amplify. So they're just like really getting it out there. And like, oh, let's pick some piece of tech that everybody hates. So oh, we're gonna <laughs> We're gonna log into Facebook. It's gonna be all videos of Mark Zuckerberg like wakeboarding. It's funny you say that. Knives. The article spears. mentioned how that's his what like he's, that's what yeah. he's doing. He's just yes. building up his content library so he knows what to publish. Yeah. The article did mention that. And it, read it if you want to learn more about the ins and outs of what they say is going on, really. It just sounds like there's some things in the news feed that Facebook wrote about themselves and other folks are upset. There's a really fun, fun is a strong word, Twitter fight between Joe Osborne, who's an FB spokesperson, and Ryan Mack, the tech reporter at the New York Times that co-wrote this article. So check it out if you want. Link is in the show notes. I have no time for drama. I get it all from the hills. And I'm not sure if this story is related because TLDR, it was TL and I DR'd, but from the markup.org, Facebook is rolling out a news feed change that blocks watchdogs from gathering data. The tweet oh, targets... Not bad at all. Right? <laughs> Facebook didn't write this, though, so that's why it's not a positive spin. So, I don't know. It targets code and accessibility features for visually impaired users. Okay. Here's a fun one from Mike Ryan at Mike Ryan Retail on Twitter. It says successor to the Facebook poke and he's sharing a Verge art article that says the clubhouse appears to be working on waves a new way to invite friends into rooms but, that is the least cool way to ask someone to do something right like if you wave at me I assume that's the gesture like you're waving me off you're not asking you're not like come this way that's ooh. what's this called I don't think you want that <laughs> That's not Facebook even pokes either. Yeah. Come, children. <laughs> That's like Sarah super Jessica, creepy. Yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker it's in spooky season. In the movie. No, yeah. Next story. A little Hansel and Gretel action. 
All right. <laughs> Moving on from social media today, Instagram has launched a live test of a new feature called Map Search in Australia and New Zealand. It enables users to discover business businesses and locations of interest in the in-app map. And according to Andrew Hutchinson, it functions very similarly similarly to Snapchat maps. I wouldn't know. Looks similar based on the screenshots in the article. Speaking of networks that I am big on, LinkedIn has a new feature called Articles for Pages. <laughs> and LinkedIn statement said that members on LinkedIn have long had the ability to draft and publish long-form articles, but organizations have been limited to character counts for organic posts in the feed. That's no longer the case with articles for page articles for pages, which is nice. Maybe and, that'll be the thing that brings you back. You're like, oh, companies can now do long form posts. That's what I'm going to read. That's the content I need. Instead of watching trash TV, <laughs> I'm just going to read those. Uh, a couple of other small things from the same announcement. LinkedIn has announced an upgraded integration between live streaming and its events tools, which will enable brands to schedule live events on the platform, which is cool. And they're also adding two new ad optimization options, brand lift testing and reach optimization. So combo paid social lightning story there. Check it out. Lastly here, if you have $200 to spend on the tech you need, Facebook's portable portal to go can be yours. Wow, Gregory, How do you feel aren't about you excited? That you know what? I wasn't going to be an adopter, but to understand Facebook is making a portable portal, do you want to want That's the thing that gets you back. Yeah. That is your long form content on LinkedIn. Yeah, I love it. Beautiful. Well, go buy it. And that brings us to our real life segment straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for working hard or hardly working. I logged in to a Microsoft advertising account for a client this week and it was like noon and there were no impressions or clicks for the day. So I start to panic and like look around to see what's wrong. Had a couple of our colleagues look in there too and it's like nothing's wrong. So finally I just called support to see what was happening. They just had put our account on an editorial review for seemingly no reason. Like the only change I made to the account the day before it happened was changing an ad schedule, like no keywords or ads, just shut down the account and didn't tell me. No notification in the account, no email, nothing. And then it lasted like 24 hours and when we were re-enabled, they didn't tell me either. That's insane. Yeah, but the, I would like to say the good thing was support like answered my call right away. The guy Tyler I worked with was awesome and figured out the issue right away, but like what what a stupid thing. You're not going to yeah. tell me? Alert people. Come on. Yeah. What about you, Greg? Uh, for me, we had one major issue from a retailer that seemed like sales dropped off a cliff one day. And so I started scrambling and same day I was messaging the client saying, hey, this is way down. What's happening? What are you seeing? Any changes to the site? And it didn't seem like many changes were happening to the site with exception of an analytics change on a different country. And so I'm like, well, let me just see if this is real. And so I looked at the truth data from their you know, actual sales numbers, and there was not an issue. So it's just one of those things. Always make sure you've got multiple sources of data. Things can get messed up. Have log files if you've got GA and have you know, sales data if you're using GA sales data. Have different sources and it helps you problem solve so much better. All right, quick pro tip here for anyone that wants to look at the search results in different geographic locations on Bing. 
I don't use it much. Uh, so I checked it out in the hamburger menu in your settings. You can just change the location that you're looking at and you don't have to use a special tool or actually go anywhere or do anything tricky. It's just literally right there. And it was very handy and super quick. Very nice. Do you have anything for us, Caleb? Yes. Um, I found something called the Tubix Chrome extension and it's really handy because it allows you to see where your video is ranking for specific tags that you put in during upload. And it's really cool because it allows you to see uh, the tags of other videos too in your category. So you can see what they're doing, how you can improve your own, and it's really helpful. And now for this week's Cool Tool. As a reminder, our Cool Tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners. And is really, really cool. All right, Team Paid, listen up. This week's cool tool is for you. It is the Missing RSA Checker, a Google ad script from We Discover. As you all know, expanded text ads are going the way of the buffalo, and responsive search ads will soon be the only ad type for Google search ads. So getting ready for this change means that you really need to make sure you have RSAs in place across all of your ad groups and all of your campaigns. And if you manage a large account or like us, multiple accounts, it's kind of a daunting task, double checking all of that, even though you should have been testing it probably all along. But it doesn't have to be. The missing RSA checker is a script that'll check coverage for you. Every time it runs, it'll add labels to the ad groups that are missing RSA so you can quickly see them. It will also send you an email alert, which I know Shep will love, so you can hop right in and get those things set up before you're forced into this change. The best part is some scripts don't work across individual accounts or manager accounts. This one works across both. So no matter who you are and what you're doing, you can use it. We'll have the link to the article with the script as well as implementation instructions in our newsletter and Discord. So pick your poison and check it out. And now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week. An article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed, we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show. This week's must-read marketing article of the week comes from Joe Raise Your Budgets Martinez over on WordStream, and he has an article called Three Clever Ways to Target Your Competitors' Audiences Without Search Ads. I don't know if this is older, but it says it was last updated, and it's just three pretty simple ways using Google Ads for everything on how you can try to eat away at some of your customers' traffic, to be honest, or people that are fans of customers. So check it out if you're looking for new ways on Google Ads to um, try to steal some of that volume. Um, Thank you, Joe. All right, that does it for today's show. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topics, head over to marketingoclock.com slash newsletter to receive every single article we covered. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingoclock.com to join. And we'll see you next week. Welcome to this week's Shoot in the Hack. We're after our famous Friday news show. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just... Shoot the hack! Today, we will be playing <laughs> everyone's favorite game besides pick your favorite chart with Barry and Greg. <laughs> we will be playing poke holes in this. This is the game where you give an idea and everyone else tells you why it's such a terrible idea. Okay? So I'm going to start... My first idea, I think Jess knows this one is coming. Um, It's really a lot of work 
to like be a woman and like go to all these beauties appo- beauty appointments. Like I never get my nails done because it's just so much work. I get my hair cut twice a year. You don't have time to just be sitting there. So I think we need to evolve in a way where we can just leave our hands at the manicurist. <laughs> Wait, is this, a, is this an evolution? <laughs> this is so leave stupid. You need to get a biologist in here. No. Leave your hands. Yes, it's evolution. No, no. Leave your feet. Leave no. your scalp no. at the hair. This is Listen, it's a everybody. great idea. No, no, no. Let's work, Caleb, let's workshop this. You and me. All right. right. What about it's, just your fingertips? No, no. I got a better idea. All right, sure. Here's what we want. We go to the beautician. Is that where you go to? And we get whatever that that stuff is, that tryptophan or whatever Michael Jackson got. Oh, yeah. We get a nice little nap. Yes. Right? We, or we go at night and we just go to bed at and the beautician. Up beautiful. Wake up beautiful. I like the best that. sleep of your life. And you're going to wake up feeling great and looking great. The beautician needs you to be like sitting upright to mm-hmm. shampoo your and hair. And get a better beautician. You can't be slumped. You take that good tryptophan and you can sit up, you can lay down, you can do whatever. That might work for the manicurist, but not the hair person. Why don't you just hey. fall asleep sitting up? Yeah. It would be much easier to just take your fingertips <laughs> off, leave no, them that's at the ins- salon. I fall asleep <laughs> at the an anesthesiologist. Old. Get an anesthesiologist. No, they pop right back on. <laughs> This is so so ridiculous. This okay. might be the worst poke holes in this has ever happened, Chef. I think it's great. Idea. Okay. <laughs> What's yours? All right. There are absolutely no holes to be poked in this because my time. wife has this cologne that's it's a perfume. It, it rhymes with Bori Turch. And you put this thing on. And honestly, it is like a repellent for humans. I have to like open windows. I don't want to go around. It's disgusting. And so I was thinking, what if you combine this cologne with bug spray? Yard, humans don't like it. You do that, you put a little DEET in there, and you keep the bugs off. Cologne with bug spray. Poke holes in this. Skin so soft it so already wait, exists. We're saying that humans don't like this, right? It smells oh, bad. Oh, it's, I mean, it's. It's the perfume. It's just over. It's awful. So you want something that smells bad, so people don't. Well, like it, all, it. it all smells bad. Nobody's like, "Oh, that perfume. That's really cool." I was you gonna know? say, kick the animals out. That's a lonely life. You know, just walking around in a cloud of scent. Well, you're in a cloud anyway, and you're keeping humans away. Why not keep the bugs That's away? That's gonna be like the most expensive bug spray you've ever had. And yeah. I'm just, you know how like amazing perfume ads are when it's like this big production quality and it's like a woman on a mountain and you like can't even smell the perfume. Yeah, just swap the woman out with Bear Grylls. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it would just, it wouldn't be the same quality or the same allure in those beautiful ads if somebody's just like around bugs. I mean, it's pretty handy. I don't see any holes being poked in. I don't understand why you wouldn't just make bug spray smell better and use that. It's much cheaper. Chemicals are bad for you. <laughs> well, those why are you putting perfume on then? Those are big holes. There. Those aren't like <laughs> Thank chemicals. You, Caleb. They the are same. all chemicals. It doesn't smell There's like a documentary the about it. Is. Oh, what's it called? Bug off. <laughs> no, but you should bug off, Jess. What do you got? <laughs> All right. Mine's the best idea you've ever heard. Do you remember those Listerine strips that you used to be able to put on your tongue and they just melt? Got one in right now. Perfect, right? And it it, it works for you. You love it. Love it. We need that, but deodorant. Oh. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say drugs in it. <laughs> no, they make those. Uh, no, we need that for deodorant so that if you're at your desk, you've got this big meeting coming up, you just slip it down your shirt and then you're just on Zoom like this pretending you're typing, but really you, it's just stopping the amount of sweat that's coming on Why while you're Why isn't nervous. it just deodorant? Well, because people see you doing that, but if you're just like... You got your strip in there and it's dissolving. Well, you do that before the call. You could put the deodorant on before the call. We have glass walls in our office. Okay, so you're not explaining how it's different to put deodorant on than it is to open your shirt and tuck something It's like slow release. It just gets you what you need. This week, I'm, I'm the takeologist. What if you took it like that, but you put tape, right? And it's a long release tape. And you put the tape on there, and it's it, it slowly puts it out. I feel like at that point, you just get a grandfather clock that's just going to go back and forth, and then you just put your deodorant stick on it, and you sit over it. My idea is way better. <laughs> Caleb knows what I'm that's talking about. That's a terrible that idea. So then everyone's going to send them through the laundry. You guys, are, you guys are so off today. Caleb, <laughs> save us, please. Oh, I have to save yes. us? That's a terrible thing. All right. I was thinking about this the other day, but... You know how like we're in the fall now, right? And and the time is going to change soon and it's going to be really dark. It's going to be like pitch black at 5 p.m. And, you know, I think that's one of the biggest con- uh, contributors to like getting sleepy at the end of the day, right? It's like, it's just dark. So why don't we have like a pair of shades that keeps it dark from the start of the day? So the entire day, it's the same, <laughs> just brightness level outside. Have you I ever... Think- you can go first. Yeah. Have you ever heard of seasonal affective disorder? Because we're all going to have it even worse than we already do. Because you won't see the sun all the time. Okay, forget I'm that. I'm worried about your mental health. But you health. won't be tired. Have you ever heard of Ray-Ban stories? Because that's the solution. <laughs> <laughs> or go to Alaska. <laughs> Can't wait to live stream my day directly to Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> wow. Like, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> that is just a terrible idea. Greg, do you have one more for us or no? Sure. Yeah. Last, last Caleb one just put sunglasses on anyway. Like they already make those. All right. So I thought everybody's got like all new ways to market. And you're like, oh, we're going to do influencer marketing. Oh, we're going to do all these different things. And everybody's looking for the next best thing. My thought, this is, it's, it's sort of marketing related, but it's okay. Hmm. You set up a company that's called Viral Marketing. And the minute the next dumb challenge comes out, you're like, boom, you want to do that? You can get sponsored. You can make money. And then all of a sudden, somebody like Uline or whatever is out there making money off the milkshake, milk crate challenge and the milkshake challenge. (laughs) Maybe that is McDonald's and the McFlurry, but you have instant sponsor for these stupid viral ideas. You'll be making money off the lawsuits, A, or losing money off the lawsuits, A, B, the people who are following those challenges don't care about you line. They're a bunch of kids. Okay. Well, the new one is you go in and you like rock high school bathrooms. Have you seen that one? Oh, yeah. What? So, but it's the yeah. devious lick challenge. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, look. What? And it's sponsored by Windex. That is just <laughs> devious lick. Yeah. But there is uh, an alternative trend that's called angelic yield, where you put soap in the bathroom and you make it better. It's so funny. It's like the direct opposite. That's a challenge? That's a nice one. Yes. Well, that's just a terrible idea. Someone should do that challenge. The people here. on TikTok aren't ordering staples or cleaning anything. They could. 
<laughs> That's your rhetoric. <laughs> they could. <laughs> the other thing is, yeah, but still. <laughs> the best hole ever. Have you considered blink? <laughs> I think collectively these are the worst uh, poke holes in this we've ever done, with the exception of mine. So we'll see you next week. That was so bad. <laughs>